Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in the Twin Cities, it's time for Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, this is going to be a good one today. William Lorenz is with us, and he is with Wiz Graphics. He's not only the owner at Wiz Graphics, but he's the head wizard. <laughs> awesome, William. Right. Yeah, I love it. Uh, let's let's dive right into it and uh, tell everyone uh, how you're serving folks at Wiz Graphics. Yeah, well, thank you, John. Yeah, we are. Um, we're a full service sign and uh, vehicle graphics company, so we produce all kinds of stuff in terms of branding and. Uh, branding devices and things like that. But we also do people's personal vehicles, like wrapping personal vehicles. We call those performance graphics. And that could be um, cars, trucks. You know, some people get these jacked up, you know, monster trucks that they're all proud of out here in the South Metro. So we like to wrap those and do fun stuff with that. And then toys, you know, like jet skis and four wheelers and, you know, you name it. I, we did a uh, car that looks like an airplane the other day. Mm. So you, you never know what's going to roll in the door at this place. It's really, it's really a wild, uh, a wild job and an awesome variety of, of things that we do for our customers. But yeah, you know, a lot of it is, is branding stuff, you know, like wrapped cars, like you see fleet vehicles and things like that. So that's kind of our meat and potatoes. And then you sprinkle the, the fun projects in there as well that are, that are really the the wild, you know, creative stuff as well. So, yeah, I de- to do. Oh yeah, I, for sure. Now I definitely want to get to the wild projects. That sounds like a lot of fun to talk <laughs> about. But um, before we get to that, let's just talk a little a little bit about your journey and what what kind of uh, led you uh, down the road toward the, forming this business. Yeah, I was a, I was a. Um, standout art student when I was a kid and I went to, went to school for computer art and animation. I thought I was going to do like Pixar movies and, and do animated movies. That was my goal. And I fell in love with graphic design while I was in college and with just kind of the 2d art style stuff and, and into corporate design. And through that, I became kind of a hotshot graphic design guy in town. So I, I got promoted really quickly. I rose through the ranks of in the corporate world and became an art director at a very young age. And I'm saying like 24, I think I was an art director already. And wow, uh, they, they moved me out to uh, the company I worked for, moved me out to Texas. And I lived in Dallas and became an art director of international business. So wow. I was working with all the biggest brands in the world, like uh, Coca-Cola, Looney Tunes, um, MTV, NASCAR, um, the list goes on. There was two or 300 brands that our company worked, worked with. Mm-hmm. So I got experience working with all these and I drew Mickey Mouse more times than anybody should ever have to draw Mickey and all these kinds of things. So you learn how to do corporate branding and corporate characters and how to do it the way the company wants, you know, how to respect their, their, their intellectual property and their brands and communicate correctly. And so then I rose through those ranks and became this kind of uh, young hotshot advertising guy. So we did advertising and branding 
uh, design, or excuse me, product design for these big brands. And I did that for many years. I think 10 or 12 years I did that working in kind of the corporate advertising and marketing world. And it was very lucrative. I made a ton of money and did really well for myself, but it was ultimately kind of an unfulfilling job. Uh, You know, all your best work when you work in the corporate world, all your best work tends to go in the trash. And then you go back to the drawing board and you have a real short memory and you just try to keep throwing stuff at the client until you find that thing that really resonates. And that's great and everything. But when, uh, when 9-11 happened, the job market kind of dried up for advertising people. And I took a job at a sign shop just to kind of pay the bills and keep, keep my blade sharp. And I fell in love with it. It was, uh, I was working directly with businesses firsthand. Like it was no longer this high level corporate marketing stuff where I'm pitching to a conference room table of old guys. <laughs> now it was, now it was a business owner, like a plumber or a, an electrician or a person that's launching their own store. And you get to work with them and develop their logo and develop their brand and help them, you know, kind of use the skills that I've developed over these years to help quote unquote, real people, right? Right. Like people that are just trying to make it entrepreneurs that have this great idea they're excited about. And I got to use my, my skills to help these people. And it was incredibly fulfilling. And I never looked back. I never went back to corporate advertising after that. It was all about doing this kind of branding for kind of small and medium sized businesses. And that became my passion project because you just have this tremendous effect on them. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's kind of intoxicating having that power and and that, that influence over a developing brand. So I fell in love with it. I never looked back. I launched Wiz graphics and we do, um, we do all the traditional stuff like, like for established brands, but a lot of our customers are people that don't know as much about branding as I do, or maybe this isn't their passion. You know, they don't, they don't think about their brand. They just think about what they do, you know, and so they need someone like me to kind of help them communicate better and look bigger and more successful than perhaps they really are. Well, you, and maybe I'm about to, if I'm about to answer the question for you, pardon me, but it sounds like that's your differentiator, William, or at least one of them is that you're bringing uh, some heavy duty corporate experience to the table when you work with a, a small business on their uh, branding. Big time. They, uh, many of these customers have never really thought about their brand in a, in the way that a professional would think about it. Um, for instance, um, companies like Geico and the NFL and Coca-Cola and all these companies spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on their brand because it's incredibly important to them. Now, if you're Joe, the plumber or, you know, Jake, the electrician or whoever you are, you know, you, you don't have that kind of money or time to spend on your brand. You're just trying to, you're trying to do plumbing and electrician work and you're trying to do whatever you're trying to do to make your business run. And you don't have that, the access to that level of expertise that, that these big brands have. And I give the little guy access to that kind of expertise, to that kind of, um, that kind of insider eye on their brand that's going to help elevate them over their competition in ways that they don't even realize in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
It's just because I have an eye for that. And I know what professional stuff looks like and what it should look like. And I know what a good brand looks like and what a good logo is supposed to do for you. And, um, and a lot of that is informed, um, not to talk your ear off about this, but a lot of that is informed by, um, what I call an objective based approach to design. So what that is in, um, in my world, when we do design, it's not just about making something aesthetically pleasing. It's about having an objective that that graphic accomplishes. So, so for instance, if you were, um, posting a sign that says now hiring, your brand is actually secondary in that the Mm -hmm. message now hiring is your primary message. So that gets primary weight in the design. Mm. So when we approach the design process, we kind of look at primary message, secondary message, and, and if there's a third and fourth message, and then we weight these things accordingly so that the reader absorbs them in that way. And that's the way all the pro stuff is done. Got it. Now, yeah, well, well, let's turn it upside down just a second. Okay. So I'm, I've, I've got my own plumbing business, my home, home services business. And I hear this and I'm like, Hey, William, I mean, can't I just go on to Fiverr and get a logo for five bucks? I mean, (laughs) you know, you, you, you kind of thrown me here, man. I can't, I'm not following what you're saying with all this, these messages. Uh, What, how would you respond to that? Well, you can, and you know, we do, um, we, we work with people oftentimes who get their logos that way, who get them from these sort of like sweatshop design places overseas or wherever. Right. And the, the problem is that those logos are very generic and they have a sort of um, boilerplate element to them. And oftentimes you'll see those elements in other people's logos, which is not good when you're trying to stand out and trying to be unique and memorable, having a, typical or forgettable logo is a death knell. I mean, you don't want that for your brand. You want your brand to be exciting and vibrant and fresh and memorable. And if it's, if it's not those things, then man, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure. And I, th- I think uh, to be fair, I mean, you know, the, the guy that's the plumber or the HVAC guy, I mean, that's what they know and they don't know branding. They don't know design and they don't know the difference. Um, and that's not their fault. Um, but it really does make, even for a business like that design makes a difference, right? No doubt. Uh, we have a client in, uh, Burnsville who is an electrician and he kind of did that. He had a logo that was basically like a lightning bolt with his name around the lightning bolt. Right. Mm-hmm. Very corny, very cheesy, very forgettable. Right. It almost looks like it almost looks like the logo you'd invent if you were um you know working for the CIA and making a spy van and you made this like fake forgettable <laughs> looking spy van, right? You, you don't you don't want that. So what we did is we recreated his van and we came up with a color scheme that was his, a look that was his that involves um that involves um, carbon fiber and some different materials that his vans all have a matching look that's very recognizable. It, it looks unlike any other electrical company or electrician company in the Twin Cities. Mm. Because of that, 
his vans get noticed and remembered and his brand gets remembered. It's the same name as it was before. It's just a much better logo, much better color scheme, much better planning in terms of how we deliver it. So all those things tie together to make his brand memorable. And now he bought additional trucks and has so many people working for him that he doesn't want to grow more. He's kind of happy where he is right now. He's like, he goes, I'd have you wrap more trucks right now, William, but we, we don't, we want to stay where we're at right now and just work with this crew. And, and that's a great feeling when somebody grows as big as they want to, well, shoot, what better is that? Is there than that, you know, to be able to be as big as you want to be and, grow within your bandwidth you know yeah for sure and and uh that's where there's a lot of value in paying someone that knows what they're doing um to brand for you right as a, that that's where yeah. the value comes back it's a return on investment as opposed to the five dollar uh sweatshop job that somebody will do that has no return to it yep and because your brand goes beyond just your logo mm. it goes with your color schemes your type treatments, the way that you present things, it all kind of works together to create a, a world, right? Your, your brand is your world. And, um, and that is a key thing to keep in mind because once you create that world, your world becomes recognizable to people. Mm. Um, we, we do a, um, we have a company that does asphalt, for instance, asphalt's pretty, you know, pretty dry subject really it's it's you do pavement right and they got right. big dump trucks and it's a big messy business right mm-hmm. well we gave them this amazing color scheme this brightly colored color scheme that makes their dump trucks and and vehicles stand out and now i can see those trucks coming from a mile away they're bright yellow and green trucks and they're all over the place and now he's grown his business to the point where he was booked up through the end of the year by midsummer. Wow. All of it, he was completely booked. All of his vehicles were booked. And now he's calling me saying, we're buying more. And once our season is off, we're going to buy more trucks. We're going to wrap more trucks, William. So get ready. And I mean, these are success stories that coming right from the horse's mouth going, I'm more successful because of your reps, William. And that, I mean, what a great feeling. Wow. What, what, uh, yeah, what a great feeling. And doesn't it make you excited to come to work every morning? Wow. Great stuff here from William Lorenz folks. And he's, uh, the head wizard. And now you know why he's the head wizard at Wiz graphics. Um, so let's, let's talk about, I mean, I think you gave some great examples there, but let's, let's just, uh, pull back and talk about vehicle graphics and, what make them work and what you think about when a client comes to you and says, you know, I want to get that. I want to make the plunge and, and get my vehicles wrapped. Well, when they want to get things wrapped again, I come back to this objective approach. I'm not just trying to slap your logo on the side of your vehicle, right? As easy as that would be. And that is oftentimes what my competitors do. Mm-hmm. What we're doing with it is we're going, okay, so you want to wrap your vehicle. What are you trying to accomplish with this? You know, are you trying to draw in, are you trying to generate leads? Like, do you want people to call? Do you want them to go to the website? Do you have a QR code on the side of the vehicle? You want them to scan with their phone? Do you have a business card dispenser on there? Is it promoting an event? Like, what are we doing 
Like, what's, you know, let's strip it down. Do you want to say you want to back off here and take the elevated look at it? That's really it is what are we trying to accomplish here? And once we know what we're trying to do and we're saying, no, we, William, we just want the phone to ring. We want people to call us. Mm. Okay. I can make people call you. I can give, I can create a message that has a call to action that generates interest and makes them call you based on the points that you want to communicate. Um, maybe the, maybe the, maybe the point is calls first and brand recognition second. Like we want people to also recognize our brand, but really getting that phone to ring is the important thing. William, but don't forget about that. Okay. We can do, we can multitask here. Mm-hmm. We'll make a design that does both. And, and, and maybe there's a third message. Maybe there's a special you're promoting on window replacement or whatever it might be. Well, we can do that too. It's just my expertise sometimes will come in to play when it, um, when you're getting too busy. Like if you're trying to fit too many messages in there, that's when the whiz might step in and go, okay, slow down there, hero. You, you need to, you need to choose what you're going for here. Cause it'll be more punchy and impactful if you can have, uh, you know, a simplified message, right? Mm. So, so that's, that's key is kind of looking at what you're trying to accomplish and then how you're going to go about doing it. That's, that's really our sweet spot. We're really, really good at that is we're really good at finding ways to boil your message down to a punchy statement that has a great image and then, then hammer that sucker home with a really nice design. Now this sounds like addition by subtraction. I mean, really, it's what you're talking about. I mean, you're talking about boiling, boiling, boiling it down. Easy for me to say, <laughs> to uh, to uh, uh, the message that because it's punchy, because it's unique, because it uh, stands by itself, uh, is memorable. Yeah, and in advertising, when I was in the corporate world, one of the things we would do in those in those uh, meetings where we're preparing to to promote a big product or a big service is we would say when we're brainstorming it, what's the biggest thing we can say about this product that is technically true. Now this is advertising like insider stuff because, you know, advertisers, you know, they live in la la land. It's a, it's kind of a weird imaginary dream world full of unicorns and whatever. Right. But, but that's how we think in that world is what's the biggest thing I can say. Mm. That is true. That can be defended as true. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're saying, well, and that's where all these like advertising words come into play that are, you know, that are essentially meaningless, but sound good. You know, like, like number one, well, we're the number one rap shop in the world. Well, you can say that because what does that mean? It doesn't really mean anything. Right. We're the, you know, we're the, uh, the best, or we are, you know, the first choice, you know, you can say things like this that are kind of like, um, sophistry, right? Right. And, but they sound good. And so having a command of the language, having, having a command of how to communicate a brand is important, um, you know, to get those messages across and make sure you're speaking the right language and then being mindful of the product it's, itself, you know, like, we were talking, um, I have a friend that sells insurance and I was explaining to him that insurance is by its very nature, a very dry subject, right? 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm saying this to an insurance guy, of course, so he doesn't like to hear that, but it's true. And that's the reason why when you watch commercials for insurance companies, they have talking ducks, talking lizards. They've got cavemen. They've got, you know, flow. You know, you've got, you got all these like interesting characters that make insurance interesting to people. So they don't change the channel or glaze over or start drooling. Mm-hmm. And you get, you're taking a, an unsexy topic and sexying it up a little bit to make it interesting. And mm-hmm. you can do the same thing with visual art on wraps and things like that. You know, like I was mentioning the, the, the black topping company decidedly unsexy product, but we, we put it in a beautiful uh, package that's unforgettable. And now all of a sudden when people call a black topping company, that's the one they call because they can't forget the way those trucks look, you know? So that's kind of the way my mind works on this stuff. I hope I answered your question. Yeah. Roundabout sort of way. I love it. I love it. Now we've talked a lot about like home services, businesses, I mean, what are the kinds of clients that you work with, William? Lots of, lots of, I mean, they're all over the map, to be honest with you. And um, my work is all over town. I mean, I do a lot of work at like Mall of America and the Galleria. Mm-hmm. And then for some corporate clients um, that have large fleets. But I would say for the vehicle side of things, really the, um, Businesses that have fleets are the best for me because they, um, because we can manage their fleet and their graphics and make sure they get, they stay on the road and stay productive for them. So that's kind of our, our key demographic is think of like trucking companies, uh, freight companies, um, companies that have vehicles that maybe the salesmen all drive company vehicles. Mm. Those are great for us. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we kind of have our rising market, which is a personal favorite of mine, which is food trucks. And food trucks are um, some of the mo- most fun, creative vehicles that we can decorate because because uh, that is the business. If you think about it, the food truck is the storefront and and it's the brand and it's everything. And if you walk up to a food truck and it doesn't have graphics on it, guess what? You keep walking to the next food truck. Yeah. But if you've got pictures and you've got something enticing on that food truck, a good brand, good photos of the food and stuff. And, and, uh, and it communicates what they sell in that food truck. Well, the odds of you going up that food truck are much higher. So we do a lot of that. Um, and when I mentioned like the small businesses that kind of ties into that because mm-hmm. they're all like people that are launching a business. Um, so like, tradesmen, uh, plumbers and electricians and people that work out of their vehicles are also really good. Uh, really, really good referral partners for me Mm. because I just, I changed their business for them. It's all I do. I mean, it's, (laughs) it's, it's, it's fun to do and, um, very rewarding. So, so yeah, any of those people that work out of their vehicles or spend their day in a vehicle are good people for me to talk to generally speaking. Folks, we're here chatting with William Lorenz. Uh, if you don't want to get to full capacity in your business, then don't call William. Uh, but, <laughs> but if you're looking to to uh, make, a, make a splash, uh, he's the man to call. Uh, Wiz Graphics is his firm, and uh, he's the owner and head wizard there. Um, William, uh, 
you know, you've mentioned a couple. I would love it if you would talk about maybe another success story uh, that you're particularly proud of in your business. Sounds like you've got quite a few. Oh my goodness. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, there's little ones that are, like I said, some of these little ones are my favorite, even though they're not my biggest money makers for me personally, mm-hmm. there's some like, there's some personal satisfaction. Like um, I had a man and his wife come here with a van and they were starting a cleaning company where they're just going to clean offices and people's houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have a lot of money to work with because he was launching this thing in, in the COVID environment. And, and like a lot of people who had to deal with COVID, he was trying something different, you know? So right. he's launching his own business with his wife and they were going to do cleaning, but they didn't really have anything. So we created a logo for them. We created a brand for him. We wrapped that van, that kind of beat up old van, made it look new again. And all of a sudden, uh, he was getting leads. People were taking him seriously when he'd approach people before with a blank van. It's just a guy with a van, right? And right. they don't really trust him. There's not a, a level of um, intrinsic respect to, to some guy rolling up in a van wanting to to clean your house for you. You know, you're not sure you can trust him. But when he rolls up in a branded official looking vehicle and all his buckets have that logo on it and his 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 uh, apparel has the logo stitched up on it and he maybe has a hat with his logo on it and he shows up at your door. Well, this guy seems legit all of a sudden, you know, and it's the same guy. It's the same service. It's the same couple. But the brand elevated him to a new place. And the fact that I was able to do that and my team was able to do that for him is um, it's it's huge. I mean, we changed, we changed their life in a small way there. And, and we do that stuff daily here. And I just, I love it. It's the reason I can't go back to corporate advertising, John. I just can't do it. <laughs> you, you, I can't get this here in, in that environment. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Uh, that, that's, uh, wow. That's great. Uh, William, this has been great. And I, I can't, uh, imagine that there aren't some folks that having heard what you've had to say, your enthusiasm for it and the great results you bring your clients that they wouldn't want to be in touch. So let's get to the important question, which is how they can get in touch with you. Yeah. Well, we, um, the best phrase to remember is call the whiz, right? Mm -hmm. If you need a sign, call the whiz, need a vehicle wrap, call the whiz, need a brand, call the whiz. It's all about call the whiz. So call the whiz.com is our website. And, uh, and you can reach out to myself. Um, my sales manager, Jeff is here. He's also a terrific designer. Um, we have a, a new hire named Eric, who's amazing. So any of us can help you and uh, would love to talk to you about your next project. And that's kind of how we roll here, John. It's like, it's like very, we're not like a high sales pressure place. It's more like, Hey, what are you doing? Cool. What can we do with that? What, what do you want to do next? Where are you going? Yeah. How can we help you? You know, and it, we kind of, we want to swing around to your side of the table and talk about, talk about your brand on your terms, right? Like, Hey, you want to get somewhere? Let's go there. So call the That's the easy answer. I love it. And, uh, 
And on the way to calling you or getting getting in touch uh, through your website, there's a I mean, there's, folks, there's a terrific uh, uh, number of photos uh, portfolio there of of the great work that William and his team have done. So check that out, uh, William Lorenz uh, with Wiz Graphics. William, this has been fabulous. Thanks so much for coming on. Oh, you're the best, John. Thank you so much. I appreciate it very much. Appreciate you and the great work you do for business. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder that uh, we would love it if you would uh, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio is the search term. Uh, if, you're, if you've got one of those apps that can give us a great review, do it, please. <laughs> Five stars is what we're looking for. And, but it's not about me or Business Radio X. I mean, you've heard a great story here from William Lorenz, and we've had other, other great guests on our show and we want the show to be found so they can be celebrated and uh, uh, attract the kind of attention and the work that they deserve. So if you would do that for us, and for them specifically, we would appreciate it. So for my guest, William Lorenz with Wiz Graphics, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio.